Good morning. Today is Monday, October 19th, 2020. Welcome to the One America podcast. On Mondays, I like to do what's called Motivation Monday. Um, That's where I get to talk to you and do a monologue. Sometimes it's an interview with someone inspirational or a topic I want to discuss. But this morning, given what I see going on in our country and around the world, um, the word empathy comes to mind. Empathy. Uh, If you follow my Twitter feed, and most of you do, I tweeted out something last night about empathy, a few things, but here's the bottom line. Empathy is everything. It's everything. And a man or woman without empathy is a man or woman without a soul. You know, the word empathy um, originates from the Greek, as most things do, or Latin. And it really means um, empathia. Empathia is uh, a word that translates from the Greek as a feeling. Um, As it evolved into the German and then initially and throughout to ultimately the English Uh, Empathy means the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Uh, We use the word a lot. This person needs empathy or show a little empathy. Empathy is another way of saying show some compassion, uh, show some understanding, show some feeling towards something that another person's going through. And, you know, as I think about what I see, the abject horror on social media, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, the unkindness, the abject meanness, uh, the tearing down of others, the canceling of others, the going after others, mocking people who are disabled or who have challenges or who are grieving or depressed or have emotional and mental challenges. It's gotten to a place now where I think we have to step back. And I honestly think when historians look back 100 years from now, look at this year that was 2020, outside of the impact of COVID, outside of the impact of uh, the economic uh, downfall and and disaster that befell so many people uh, as a result of COVID, I think they're going to look at our psychology. They're going to look at what kind of human beings we were. And I think they're going to be disappointed. Uh, I've seen uh, from the highest level of the president of the United States, as all of you, a lack of empathy, whether it's immigrant children being separated from their parents, whether it's rhetoric that's cruel and unkind towards those who look different or countries that are different, whether it's disrespect for uh, women, uh, women of color, whatever it is. It all emanates from a lack of empathy, a lack of understanding the feelings of what it must like be to be different, what it must like to be um, unaccepted, to be pushed out, to be not the quote unquote norm. And I just wanted to speak to us this morning about this notion of empathy and say that it is something that I am at 50 plus years of age really just coming to understand in my own life. Excuse me. I think that of all the words I could choose uh, that mean something in our lives, uh, you know, kindness, love, humility, um, honesty, those are all great virtues. But empathy 
is the greatest. And empathy is how we're going to get out of this. Empathy is the way forward. Empathy is the way we're going to break the racial divide. Empathy is the way we're going to break the gender divide. Empathy is the way we're going to uh, respect our elders more and revere uh, those who are older and who have paved the way and listen to them and embrace their wisdom. Empathy is how families are going to heal. You know, I was thinking about my own family, and if you read my books, I'm very candid about things, and I'm going to get a lot more so in the next couple of books. Uh, but <clears throat> empathy's lacking in my family, and I've said that to a few people. Um, there are a lot of people in your life that you will meet, and it will start with your family, where people will feel entitled to take what you have. I'm not just talking about your money or things like that. I'm talking about your time. I'm talking about your goodness. And <clears throat> we have to guard our goodness. We have to guard our peace. We have to guard our very souls from people who don't have boundaries and don't know how to back up and say, not what can I take from you, but what can I give to you? I've been talking a lot about your circle and who you know and who you love and who's around you. And all of us, I think over this past year has had to do a, what I call front row check. Who's in your row? Who's sitting in the front row of your life? The second row, the third row, who is around you? Are they speaking life to you? Do they pour into you? Do they actually ask you how you are and then shut up to listen? Or do you have like what I see a lot in my own family? Um, and this comes sometimes from legalism and, um, people who uh, read the Bible and have no understanding of it. Jesus is all about empathy. God is all about empathy. He understands how we feel. And he does that because he sent his son to walk like us, to be among us, to experience what we experience, to understand what it is to be physically cold in the night, to understand what it's like to be hungry, to understand what it's like to be confused, to understand what it's like to be lonely, to understand what it's like to be isolated, to understand what it's like to be with friends and to have your friends betray you. God is a God of empathy. If you hear nothing else I say this morning, God is a God of empathy. But when I think about my family and probably many of yours, and particularly for African-Americans, there's a notion, I'll pray for you. And prayer is good. God knows we need prayer. But you got to do more than pray for somebody. You got to pray with somebody. You got to have a conversation and say, what is it that you need? How are you feeling? How can I crawl in this pit with you that you're in? How can I help you dig out? You know, empathy is probably... Of all the things that I do well, empathy is probably at the top of that list. Uh, sometimes I go overboard. Sometimes I give too much. Sometimes I understand too much. Sometimes I hang in with people long after I should have walked away. And I'm going to learn to be better at setting boundaries around that because being an empath is a blessing, but it also can be a curse if you don't guard yourself and protect yourself because you'll get drained and you won't get refilled and you'll pour out so much of understanding and feeling on others that they'll forget that you need it too. And so prayer is good, but we must be a people of action. If somebody's hungry, I need to help them to be fed. If somebody's suffering, I need to help them not suffer. If somebody is homeless, I need to find a way to find them shelter. If somebody's being abused, I can't say, girl, I'll just pray for you. 
I got to say, what can I do to help? How can I hear you? How can I help you endure this in a way that doesn't break you and destroy you physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Being empathetic, having empathy is what smart leaders practice in some of the world's greatest companies. When you get down to the core leadership team, they understand their people. They understand how to provide for their people, protect their people. They're people who have empathy or good emotional intelligence, which is something I talk about a lot. As I wrap up today's podcast, I just wanted to give you this word about empathy. Empathy, like love, is a verb. If I have empathy from afar, it does me no good. If I have love from afar, it does me no good. Go read 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, and read the New International Version because it uses the word love versus King James, which uses charity. Love at the end of the day is everything and empathy has everything to do with love it has everything to do with leadership it has everything to do with relationship it has everything to do with fellowship i must be able to hear you not to respond but to hear you so that i know how to help you empathy says i've listened i've learned i've studied and although i may not be in your shoes right now i feel it When George Floyd was murdered by that horrible police officer, the world rose up in a way like none of us had ever seen. It rose up in collective empathy. Mothers who heard George Floyd as he was dying call out for his mother, white mothers, black mothers, Asian mothers, uh, English mothers, Canadian mothers, French mothers, African mothers all around the globe heard their sons calling out for their mom. And they rose up and they marched and they made signs and they talked with their kids. People who had no clue about police brutality or what happens to African-Americans routinely stopped in their cars or in the store or walking in a park got empathy. My pastor, a white man, called me and said, I get it. I get what you've been trying to tell me. I watched that video and although I'll never be a black man and I'll never experience what that is, I can empathize and not just empathize from a distance. I'm going to go march with Black Lives Matter. I'm going to make the church hear this and not duck this and not not understand this. That's empathy. So the next time somebody in your life is hurting, the next time somebody needs something, the next time somebody has lost something, there's a lot of grief around us right now, folks. 220,000 Americans are dead as of October 19th, and we're going to lose almost that number plus by next year, early next year. A lot of grief, a lot of depression, a lot of loneliness, a lot of isolation, a lot of as, as one of my best friends and I were talking yesterday, we were talking about what COVID has done. It's forced us to look at our lives. It has forced us to deal with things we didn't have time to deal with. It's forced us to look at things we didn't want to see. It's forced us to take stock of our humanity, of our mortality, because at any moment it could hit any one of us or people we love and they too could be gone. It's an invisible killer. It's an invisible plague that has claimed the lives of a quarter million Americans in less than one year. So my fellow Americans, my friends, those who listen to me, I just wanted to talk to you this morning and motivate you to be empathetic, to motivate you to be kind, 
to motivate you to do, to act, to be, to hear, to apologize when you're wrong. I always say apology is the super glue of life because a simple, I'm sorry, I didn't get it right. What can I do to make it right? I didn't mean to hurt you. I will never hurt you again like that. And if I do, please bring it to my attention. The softness of words can turn away wrath. But when we neglect, when we deny, when we uh, don't deal, when we don't face, when we accuse, when we do those things to people that we love or that we work with or that we know, you won't find those people in your life very long. If you lack empathy, if you lack thoughtfulness, if you lack feeling, you're going to struggle in this life. You're going to find yourself alone with people who don't want to be around you and don't want to know you, don't want to work for you, don't want to be part of your company, don't want to be in your organization. Empathy. Empathy. Be an empath. That's my Monday motivation for you. I hope that it blessed somebody. I hope that it touched somebody. And let me close with what I say often. Go where the love is. Go where the love is in your life. You don't have to be around people who don't love you. You don't have to be around people who aren't kind to you. You don't have to be around people who don't check on you, who don't ask you how you are, who don't listen to your story as they want you to listen to theirs. You don't have to do it. There are people out there who will love you. There are people out there who will applaud you. There are people out there who will not just pray for you, but with you and get on the ground with you and weep when you weep and hurt when you hurt and celebrate when you celebrate. That is what God calls us to do. That's who he calls us to be. Not this surface nonsense that these devices and these social media platforms have turned us into. These shallow surface people who don't want to get involved, who don't want to be bothered, who just want to be left alone. That's not empathy. That's not your best and that's not God's best for you. So I pray you have a good week. As we go through autumn and we're almost through October and into the holidays soon, I pray that you find something to celebrate this week that you're happy about, that you're looking forward to, because that's really the secret to life, having something to look forward to. Uh, God bless you. God keep you. Until we meet again, God bless the United States of America.